0: Hello, everybody. We are those guys you hate. Welcome to the show that encourages you to be your best self by not being like us.
1: My brother and I hopelessly search for nuance as we wade through wacky segments and crazy conversations. If you can withstand the insanity,
0: you might actually learn something. Tyler, what are you talking about this week, my friend? Ryan, we will be doing another happy death day in the pregame where we say goodbye to a beloved comedian... And during our bi-weekly segment, Good, Bad, and the Interesting, we discuss a possible cure for HIV. Wow. What about you, Ryan?
1: This week, I talk about the FBI being accused of covering up some pretty heinous crimes. Plus, I review a movie to avoid unless you're completely alone. But as always, we cover the things that matter the most. I... I'm a manipulator, Tyler. hmm
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you knew that? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah you actually manipulated me into agreeing with you. Wait a minute. Wait,
1: I want to make sure that you know that I'm not talking about banana peel in the microwave type of manipulation, <laughs> right? Are you, you familiar? You know what I'm talking about? What
0: a weird reference. Is uh, it?
1: Sure. Yeah, I'm talking about uh, I figure out what I want out of a situation, and then I change my behavior to get there. And the person who is manipulated the most is me Tyler, Sure, it is me. Sometimes I do a thing and I don't
0: even know that I'm doing a thing until after the thing done been done. Mm -hmm. Are you familiar with my work Tyler? I am familiar, I actually uh, uh, in a lot of ways aspire, the worst parts of me, aspire to be like the worst parts of you. Really, we, We suffer very similarly.
1: You know, it's funny that you say that because I look back at like different times in my life where I was a different person and I know how terrible it was at that time, and sometimes I forget, and I'm like, man, that guy was living large. That guy was really enjoying himself. Yeah, blue pill, baby. But I think that that is an addict superpower, is the ability to rationalize things to themselves that they know aren't true. You go in with this idea, and you
0: end up just basically tricking yourself. Well, that certainly is the law of attraction, where once you start telling yourself, this is what's going to happen— no matter how bad it is. As a matter of fact, the worse it is, the more likely it is to happen. Uh, Yeah, that's just how that works.
1: Well, and the problem is is that I'm trying to remain cognizant of it. I'm trying to keep an eye on it and trying to... If you guys hear that lightning in the background, South Florida is crumbling, like uh, in a rock movie where he's running on a sidewalk that's falling apart behind him. That is what's happening outside our window right now.
0: These sound effects are getting crazy realistic. Uh, Tyler, I got to tell
1: you, I blew all of our expense reports. It was worth it. Yeah, incredible, incredible. So... It's basically like, I know that I don't want to drink, but then the moment I'm with people who are drinking, my mind's like, dude, you could just have one. Yeah. Yes, I know every other time you end up going from one to 100, but this time it's going to be different. You've learned, baby.
0: You're on top. It's very much like a seesaw, where once you start to tip one way with that first sip of alcohol, you, you there's no coming back, baby. When it comes to putting the man in manipulation,
1: my name is Ryan.
0: And my name is Tyler.
1: And we are those guys you hate. Salutations, my Haitians, and welcome to the show that would bang your dad. To my left, a man who only takes one drink to get drunk. We're just not sure if that's the 8th or the ninth. Mr. Tyler Menendez. Tyler, how you been being, brother?
0: My trick is one giant drink.
1: I was wondering why you were carrying around that bucket. Mm -hmm. I was wondering what was happening Mm -hmm. with that.
0: You drink it all, and then you have something to throw up in. There's just steam
1: (laughs) coming out of it like a witch's brew. On today's show, the systematic breakdown of a systematic cover-up.
0: And later on today's show, we're going to discuss the disappearance of a viral YouTube couple and attempt to solve the case. You're welcome, detectives. I gotta be honest. Uh...
1: Losing a YouTube couple kind of sounds like a win for society. Is that a...
0: The jury's still out on what's going on, so let's pump the brakes on judging them too soon. (laughs) I
1: I actually, you know, we work in a bar and there are TVs up everywhere Uh, on mute. mm. And I saw what it was that you were talking about. It piqued my interest enough to think about it for three seconds and then move on with my life. Uh, I'm obviously joking here. I hope everybody's okay. Now, I know this week you have a happy death day coming up.
0: I do. I do.
1: I, we talked about the the sound effects in the background that you guys are hearing of the lightning that sounds so good. I blew all of our sound effects funding on those incredible sound effects. But this week, we have a new listener whose birthday just happens to be today, the day that this is released. Hey, happy birthday. Tyler. From the past. You know Paul. Of course I know Paul. I love Paul. Today is Paul's birthday. Happy birthday, Paul! Now, now here's the problem. I kind of ran out of the funding on the sound effects, so this is all I got for you, Pablito. Mm.
0: Happy birthday
1: to you. But we're happy to have you in the Haitian Army, bro, and welcome... And please stop <laughs> yelling out, you suck toes at work. It's very embarrassing. <laughs> So moving on, Tyler, (laughs) that right there was worth every penny. What are you talking about?
0: I, I think this could be our happy birthday song moving forward. It's definitely worth it. And I can't, this is one of the few things I've ever heard where I can't place the feeling behind it. Is it happiness? Is it sheer terror? Do I need to save this person? I don't know. I was thinking of pure romance. Tyler. What is this show, if
1: not a peek into yours and my personal life, right? What is the show? What isn't the show? My life is filtered through the prism. Art imitates life, imitates art. I don't know where the show starts and I end. Well, you know it's, what I mean? it's
0: basically a diary that everybody can read. More like diarrhea, am I right? No, no, I you're always not. go to, no. to the sophomoric humor, and I apologize,
1: I'm not smart. But I do want to look at a couple of things that happened between us this week that I think I could get something out of, okay?
0: Oh, man, take your pick.
1: I believe that before the show even started, your relationship and mine, you are a mirror for my insanity. So sometimes I'm telling you something that seems the most normal to me in the world, and then all of a sudden I realize, wait a minute, this is fucking weird as hell.
0: You get hit with a, what's your deal, man? What's your
1: deal, bro? Mm -hmm. We've been doing that for years and Mm -hmm. years and years. This week, I told you about something that I was doing that felt normal to me, and the way you responded to it was like, okay, this is strange. (laughs) Okay, go on. For all those out there who don't know, I keep journals not unlike Kevin Spacey in the movie Seven. And that's 100% true. And I have been for a very long time. It Mm. helps me reflect on my life. It helps me look back, see where I've gone wrong, see where I've gone right. (laughs) I told you this week about how in my journals and feel free to laugh out loud. Please.
0: I'm just, I'm excited to see where this is going to go.
1: I told you that I am directly addressing historians.
0: Yes. Yes. That is something that you said with a straight face. And
1: it's 100% true. Oh yeah. Now Here is the thing. If I'm wrong, no one will ever know. But if I'm right, if I hit And historians are reading through that one day. I am going to look like a genius,
0: Tyler. So am I crazy or am I brilliant? The problem is, is you totally negate that entire, you totally void that entire argument because you are now talking about it. So people will know. If I hit Tyler, I will look brilliant. Also this
1: week, you and I got into a fight.
0: Uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely. At, at work, you and I got into a fight you want to talk. Let's talk about it. Um, let's y- talk about it. Yeah, it was, it was about the worst fight we've had in a while. It, and, it really was. And yet it was very healthy for us. We were truly angry at each other. Sure. Which I sure. can't remember the last time that, well, I can remember the last time I was angry at you. I can't remember the last time you were angry at me. Yeah. Stop doing that, by the way.
0: Being angry at you? I, I, yeah. It was it, the... the, the um, I don't like it. The plant had overloaded, and it was just firing nuclear dust into the atmosphere, the surrounding atmosphere. So. so
1: let's talk about it. What had happened is we had been at work, and Tyler and I were bartending together, and we have tables and the bar. You were on the tables, and I'm normally on the tables. Yes. I, I know this isn't interesting to anybody. I'm just saying it to get me to where I need to go. Sure. To discuss our emotional inequity, Tyler. Sure, why not? So, you were taking care of the tables. I was taking care of the bar. You came back. I just went out there to say hi to everybody that we knew. We had some regulars out there in the tables to some degree. I don't want to overstate it. Mm-hmm. We're decimated, Tyler. They looked like shit. Nobody had water. It was all very bad.
0: Uh huh. Yeah. Maybe they're just quick drinkers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. i beat the shit out of you right so, now. I'm Are sorry. you making me mad again, Tyler? I'm sorry.
1: So, I came back, which, which you shouldn't have done. You should have at the very least asked me for help if you weren't getting that shit done. What I did, which I shouldn't have done, is I came back and I bit at you, Tyler. I was not very nice in the moment. I was frustrated. (laughs) Nipped at my heels, right? And nipped at your nips. Yeah. And so you became
0: very upset, yes? Yes. Describe your side, Tyler. This is a podcast. Well, I mean, everything that you're saying is 100% true. I was angry in the moment, and it's just one of those things where you get get put in the center of this storm, and you can't quite see how... uh, how much turmoil is going on around you. You know, you're pretty much at the center of it.
1: In terms of like, you, like you I was just... I fighting or the actual tables themselves?
0: Oh, no, I just meant in terms of my anger. I was so angry, but I was in the middle of it. I couldn't see how it was being directed.
1: Sure, and the, the thing is, and I'm sure anybody who's listened to this show as we become more and more self-involved, the show is about the show, and I apologize for that. Tyler is a little bit too sensitive, and I am a little bit too aggressive. Now, yes. don't get me wrong. I am also sensitive, but... I don't think that I said it that bad. And I'm sure my view of that is a little bit off. And the way that you took it, I think, is a little bit off. Do yeah. You, do you
0: agree with that? Yeah, absolutely. And
1: finally, Tyler, and the way I would like to wrap that story uh, up. Oh,
0: I was going to say, you should wrap that up with the, with the great understanding and hugging it out. And I even apologize to you at the end. Well the, it way ended that, well,
1: the way that I want to wrap it up is that you and I finally did talk it out. And there's another guy who works in the bar with us who just happened to be listening in and came over and said, I gotta tell you guys, I have never heard anybody communicate like that. It was really beautiful, which was such a compliment. That is a very, very nice compliment. It really was a nice compliment and I appreciated it very much, but none of that is important. This is what's important. I want people to see this part of our relationship, Tyler. I want people to know about the Patty McHolmes voice that I've been doing this week. It's awful. My new little addition to our life, and I think that it's been really beautiful. Tyler and I play fantasy football. Nobody gives a shit about this either, but too bad. This is our show. We're going to do whatever the fuck we want. And so what I did is I selected Patrick Mahomes as my quarterback. I would say he more selected you. Well, he picked me, and I'm happy to wear his Leatherman's jacket, Tyler. But... I've been trying out a Patrick Mahomes voice, much to your chagrin, Tyler. Why don't you ever want to see me happy? Because your happiness means that I have to be miserable. Now, would you like to hear it? You want me to remind the audience of how this goes?
0: Two things. First of all, I'm going to say that there's no way in hell I can stop you. Sure. And second of all, I would say yes no matter what, even if I could stop you, because I want the audience <laughs> to know what I have to fucking live with. I'm ashamed. I'm ashamed, but here we go.
1: Oh, little Patty Mahomes. I did this for hours last night. It oh, is so terrible. Little Mahomes, it's so terrible. Oh, It's so terrible. Oh, it's little Patty Mahomes. <laughs> it's so awful. Little Patty Mahomes, Tyler. And- I mean, this guy fucking blew it up last week. So prepare for a season of Little Patty Mahomes, because I think it brings me good luck. I know you're excited about it. I'm excited about it. Let's talk about it on the Depression Index. No one cares What you the Depression what to Index do. The the is is a machine that I built with Google Little Google Patty Google Mahomes, and, Bible, and we crank and it up to let you know how down we are, Tyler. How are
0: you feeling this week, brother? As an adult, I have never wished for somebody's death before, but you're really pushing it. Little Patty Mahomes.
1: Tyler, very quickly, did you take your pills this week? Seven days, Ryan. Whoa! We salute you by giving you the ultimate honor That's it. That's it, man. I'm telling you, I'm are, truly honored. We're scraping the bottom of the barrel with the with the sound funds. <laughs> uh, really, thanks a
0: lot, Paul. You spent all the money on on thunder noises, which we're not even going to use. Son of a bitch! Damn it! Priorities, Ryan. Ryan, for my depression index this week, my theme is hopelessness. This is going to be a doozy. Everybody,
1: strap it on. What are we strapping on? Whatever you got, put it in there.
0: That's kind of gay. Hopelessness, Ryan. Yeah. It is something that I think all of us experience. Maybe when a uh, family member or a loved one winds up in the hospital and there's really nothing you can do for them. Thanks That's a lot, COVID. Feeling of hopelessness. Absolutely, millions of people feeling that right now. Um, I am going personally right now through a a personal hopelessness where it is just um, this feeling of, um, as I said to you, Ryan, earlier, just this feeling of being broken. And never, and having this thought of never being able to recover, and uh, and feeling almost like a burden on the people around me, and I say this uh, with the uh, disclaimer that I know. I am not a victim. I'm not, this isn't me, uh, pity party, whatever. I, it's just how You're I- You're
1: literally in the middle of something entitled the depression index, Tyler. Agreed, I
0: mean. agreed, but I want you to know that I don't consider myself a victim. I I'm, do. I'm going through something right now and, and that's all it is and I say it all the time. It will get better and I just need to believe that right now even though it feels like it fucking won't. And, and I do understand
1: that and I'm here lockstep with you and I will always be here with you because I love you very much. But the fact of the matter is, and we talk about it, and I already know what you're going to say, and we discuss this before we even turn the, the microphones on. There are things that you could do to fix it, and it just seems like you don't... Not that you don't want to, but that you're not willing to go down those roads. And I mean that with no criticism. We're just talking for the audience. Uh,
0: sure. I think that one of the side effects of the depression is me not doing this stuff. It's not... A conscious decision if, if I was capable of of acting on every conscious decision that I knew was healthy for me sure I would be a, a million bucks but so would everybody else and, right and it's just it doesn't work like that unfortunately yeah I, I wish I could just flip a switch and just make all the right decisions so do it I, I, I mean yeah I I, I wish it, it would was make that, my
1: life easier time I, I wish
0: it was that easy yeah yeah and that's the thing is that's where it comes back to feeling like a burden I had a I had a panic attack over the weekend and um, and it, it, it kind of hasn't gone away since. And I was with a big group of our friends, and there is all this embarrassment and shame that goes around it. And I just, I'm so, in, like, I'll tell you how bad it was. It got to the point yesterday where I was literally call, thinking of calling in and just quitting uh, our job because I just did not want to show my face in front of anybody wow. because of how much embarrassment I felt. Wow. So, so where are you at with that now? Um, I'm not quitting, but I'm still feeling pretty bad. So this week I am at a eight, Ryan. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, Ryan. Wow. Well,
1: before I gay it up, Ooh. I will tell you that I love you and I'm always here for you, and your perception of how things are is skewed a bit, and I hope that you can rationally try to tell yourself that. For sure. Now, let's gay it up. Tyler. What I've learned about myself through time, time, time again, Mm -hmm. trials and tribulations of one Ryan Menendez, I can do the right things very often when my circumstances are bad. When I am feeling a lot of the things that you're feeling, I'm quite the opposite of you. It makes me want to impart discipline in my life. I feel like shit, I'm gonna start doing something about it. Where I am really having trouble is imparting discipline when things are good. When things are good in my life, it makes me want to step back and be like, yo, I got this. All of a sudden, my hubris kicks back in and it's like, look, I knew I did it. I did it. I'm fixed and everything is fine. I got this. And I'm really trying to grow and I'm trying to learn about keeping things in effect when I think I've got them covered. Does that make sense what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, keeping your awareness up of all these things that we deal with, even when it feels like you're not going to have to deal with them anymore.
1: I just dive in so hard when I'm like, Hey, everything's great. And yeah. I just go so hard and just get myself right back to rock fucking bottom. And I really do believe that that's something that I need to work on. At least I'm being more cognizant of, of it. I'm, I'm more aware of it now than I've ever been. And I'm going to wrap this up by giving you a quote, Tyler, who said this, he who stops being better stops being good. Was it Jocko? Jocko willing the the, celebrated military commander the who, man who looks like a man who the, is the, the quintessential man's the, man the man who looks like he ate a man's man yes, for breakfast yes. and shit him out for lunch no it was oliver cromwell tyler do you know oliver cromwell i've definitely heard the name but i don't know was he a a british military figure okay. who killed thousands of the irish in the 1600s who was so reviled that he was subjected to posthumous execution tyler are you familiar with posthumous execution? So they just disfigure the body after the person's already dead. Ritual or ceremonial mutilation of an already dead body as a punishment. How stupid. And I love this idea of good quotes from bad people. It's something that, that I'm is going cool. to continue yeah. to follow up with because yep. I love it. This week I am at a five. <laughs> One two. Three. Oh, I can see your insides. Drip, drip, drip. I think I'm about to die. Give me a happy death day, Tyler.
0: Absolutely. That's right, Ryan. We have got oh, yeah. another happy death day. And I think everybody knows where I'm going to be going with this one. Before you do, when
1: we did the little intro to my left, that was in homage to who I
0: believe this is going to be ah, about. Okay, nice. Well, I... um. Uh, for those of you who are just uh, just joining our show, welcome. Welcome. We love you. Thank you for joining us. And Happy Death Day is not about celebrating death, but about celebrating the life of those who have died. So for this week, Session 86, Happy Death Day, it goes out to Norm McDonald Ryan. Yeah. Love Norm McDonald. Grew up
1: with Norm McDonald in all different facets, movies, Saturday Night Live. A man
0: that I would call maybe our generation's Andy Kaufman. What v- do you think about that? Very much so, and had, I was just about to say, had in a landscape of comedians, had such a unique personality, and... He, I I mean, I don't know if this is uh, going too far. It's almost as if he perfected dry wit. He just had it, man. He knew how to deliver jokes in
1: such a dry way. He loved to sink into the discomfort, the anxiety of this thing wasn't funny and I'm going to stare you in the face until you laugh. And I love that sense of humor. I, Mm. I, I really, really appreciate it. And... Kind of getting back to what we just talked about on the depression index, a deeply flawed man from what I know about him.
0: Absolutely. Norm MacDonald was a very unique talent and I think uh, like Robin Williams, he's gonna be missed by very many.
1: Well, in some sort of way, unlike Robin Williams, I don't feel like Norm MacDonald ever got the credit that in my eyes he deserved. I just thought that he was such a unique talent that Maybe that's why he never did. He's so polarizing with his sense of humor. So, well, I was going
0: to say... Big you, salute to you, my friend. You become so unique that that a lot of people don't understand you. For sure. So, happy death day, Norm McDonald, and we love you, buddy. Love
1: that, Tyler. So, you're talking about things that are happening in the world, and I am talking about things that are happening in the world, too. Tyler, get your ass into my antique car. We're going to... <laughs> where is where, the...
0: Where is the FBI located? Is that in Virginia? Is I want that... to say that's Virginia, but that might also be the CIA. We can review. Yeah, if Langley, Virginia, I think, is CIA. If it's not too
1: boring. Tyler, today we're talking about the Olympics scandal. Are you familiar with one of the many Olympic scandals? But you know which one I'm talking about.
0: I, I am, and it's just... Well, this shit never freaking end man it just it seems like every time i hear something about this it's worse and worse and worse well can you tell the people what this is it's disgusting okay you're talking about the larry nasser case the
1: larry nasser case who was a trainer for the female gymnast team Mm -hmm. or both gymnast team
0: well i think it was just no the female gymnast team and he was like the main olympic doctor for these girls
1: now why is the female gymnast team... Tell me if I'm right. I could have my information wrong. Why is the female gymnast team so much more popular than the male gymnast team? Is, am I wrong about that?
0: Uh, no. No, absolutely not. I think that it is... Uh, I, I honestly don't know. I, don't, I can't even begin to fathom why that okay. is.
1: Okay. I uh, guess are, I'm just throwing things out there. Are
0: they don't... better at it? Like, I look at, like, Simone Biles, who is arguably the greatest gymnast ever ever perhaps that's the case maybe they're just better at like it. the female
1: soccer team when they won the world cup everybody paid more attention to them yep. what you're saying makes a lot of sense now this guy larry nasser was what these what these trainers have is complete control over these women's lives over how much they eat how much they sleep what they're allowed to do and it's all in the name of patriotism and what this guy was doing if i have my information correctly because the way that i've been doing the segment is No research whatsoever. I like to come on here and just ask you questions that you probably don't know the answer to. And it's great that you pick such easy-to-digest topics. Well, if we fuck this up, it's not going to bother anybody,
0: right? So this guy's raping these girls, yes? He was sexually abusing them. I never read that he penetrated anybody but he would do these medical examinations- That's what I heard about. Where he would, he was naked on top of women sometimes. I have no problem assuming that he was raping these, these young oh, girls. shit. This, this is a man who is, and I do not use this word literally very often, this is a man who is pure fucking evil.
1: Yeah, that is, uh, man, there's something going on in your mind where you can just subject people to such trauma without- really going through what it is that you're doing to people.
0: I I can't understand it.
1: And perhaps I should have done the smallest monicum of research here because we're talking about a very heavy circumstance without information. Very heavy, yes. Good on you. Yeah. So what these women who are now testifying against this guy are saying that, that the FBI was instrumental in if not completely covering it up, turning a blind eye to it. Mm-hmm. Are you familiar with this? I am.
0: I read that the FBI agent in charge of investigating and following up on Larry Nasser that he just didn't do it. And then when asked about it later, he lied. And they say that's why they, that he got fired. Um, because, because of that lie now, whether he intentionally covered it up or whether he just didn't give enough of a shit to actually do his job, that is, remains to be seen. And it just really worries me in terms of
1: why is it that at the highest echelons of power, you almost, and I'm using the word almost because I don't ever think anything is absolute, you almost always find abuse. You almost always find, is it human nature to take advantage of situations of people of seemingly always children. Why do the powerful
0: want the children, Tyler? Because they don't feel power in their own lives, and they take advantage of the weakest of us. Good
1: God. Yeah. Can't you just kick a puppy like a normal person? Seriously. Jeez. Seriously, buy a parakeet. Strangle that thing. It'll scream. You you probably would only need one keet. I don't know why you're... You're wasteful, Tyler. You're wasteful. So, where do we want to leave this, Tyler? What do we want to do here? I, I, I just... It just breaks me when you think about... Uh, Epstein. And what I'm doing here is last week I said I am going to every week start talking about how the American government in certain situations can be seen as not giving an F about their citizens. Mm-hmm. I kind of bundled those two segments together. This is where the powerful is taking advantage of the powerless and the powerless is us.
0: Yes, very much so. And is and I know this is said all the time, but I just want to reiterate it again and again and again. As long as we fight amongst ourselves, they win. And there's so many ways that we're being subjugated in so many ways that they're getting for
1: us to fight ourselves like you said we all need to take a stand here and notice yo some really bad shit is going on and there is a circle of people who are benefiting from it and we ain't in that group to quote a famous uh, George Carlin mm-hmm. there's a there's a secret club and you ain't part of it
0: yeah you ain't in it yep um yeah and th- and the thing is the terrifying prospect is That was one freaking guy. All the doctors in all the positions of power across all these little sports leagues and kids pageants and whatever the fuck. God only knows what's going on. And those positions are reverse cowboy, Tyler. Seriously? Seriously. I've
1: heard about it, Tyler. I've heard about it. Yeah, because it's so prevalent. It's fucking sick. And you and I have gone down this rabbit hole, terrible phrasing, Many times over, when people, you got Epstein, you've got so many different things where when these
0: people get power, what they want is kids. Mm -hmm. And we assume, we guess, at the fact that it's due to the people in power having so much power and not having the spice of life that comes with the trials and tribulations. Once you remove all those, you need to go to like- Extremes. Extremes to feel that feeling Like Tila
1: Tequila finally just becoming a Nazi. You got to push it out to the furthest extremes. When you've tasted all that the internet has to offer you, you got to go to the extremes. Am I right? Tila Tequila's a Nazi? She was a Nazi there for a little bit. We can review. I honestly don't know anything about her, but I know <laughs> at the end, she was a real reality star. Is that the deal? Yes. Name? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, the I think end, she was like a porn star for a while. Got into porn? Yeah. Got into one of those little armbands, Tyler. We can review. Oh boy. I I um I got to say and I don't know much about Nazis in terms of like how they operate. I was never one myself. Little mustaches. Time. Uh little mustaches. Yeah. Um I think I think I think that you are going to be excluded from the group simply for having the name Tila Tequila Tequila. They're not very welcoming people, Ryan. You gotta find These the Nazis. Right,
1: you gotta find the right group of Nazis. You know what I mean? Don't just settle down with any Nazi. The
0: inclusive group of That's Nazis. That's exactly. I need a yeah. nice
1: understanding Nazi, Tyler. <laughs> I'm gonna go hang out with Pedro and Tila Tequila <laughs> and we're going to the rally, baby. <laughs> If you wear one of those pointy hats, nobody will know. <laughs> That's true. All right, Tyler, before we go take a break, I started the show off by talking about how I manipulate myself, how I'm manipulating you guys right now as we're, as you're listening to my voice. So what I like to do with this show, I like to use Ryan Menendez to get what real Ryan wants in his real life. So I'm going to pretend like I'm doing something for the show that I just want to do for myself.
0: Okay, well, it's nice of you to be so honest about it. I have a good friend who will go by the name of Drucifer
1: who has hit me to something that I've apparently been missing oh, no. out on my whole life,
0: Tyler. And this is something we're going to talk about in public.
1: Something right? we're going to talk about in public, Tyler, because I think we're going to do a service for the fans. I I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. Yes, you do. But we need to get this done for the Haitian Army Before
0: Tyler. this conversation even started, you admitted to doing this purposely to manipulate the conversation That's here. That's not
1: true <laughs> if you can't prove it, Tyler. If you don't have audio clips of me saying that, and by the way, that can be manipulated too. <laughs> Much like a banana in a microwave, Tyler. So here's the deal. He told me about one flashlight. okay? D- Tyler, please describe what a fleshlight is. Why do
0: is. I have to describe a fleshlight? Cause you're a freaking weirdo and I can't get wrapped up in this kind of stuff. It's a pocket pussy. <laughs> it looks like a flashlight, But instead of where the bulb would be that lights the way, it's a (laughs) vagina that darkens the way. Or a mouth, depending upon... Not that I've looked it up. Oh, there are mouth
1: ones too? Oh, there's got to be buttholes too, right? Oh, there better be. There better be. Uh, So what I was thinking is, Tyler, you and I (laughs) could go out. We could get some flesh. Because what he describes to me is incredible. Okay? Not that I want it. I'm just saying. You and I could go out, we could get a fleshlight, or we could just share one, you know? Much like a urinal, we could share one, and- Do you
0: think they have a double-sided
1: one? We could <laughs> do a review, a <sighs> Chinese finger tap.
0: <sighs> I'm making myself sick, man. Oh, a
1: flashlight, <laughs> and we could do a review. We could do it maybe for the weekly book nook, I'm not sure. We could do a review of the fleshlight. I don't want to do it! This is trauma
0: happening in- I don't
1: want to do it! In
0: real time, ladies but and gentlemen. But I've
1: looked them up, and they're not that expensive. And I hear they are killer, baby! Please
0: leave me alone. I don't want to do this with you. I don't even want to have this conversation with you.
1: All right, let's go ahead. We we don't have to sign ourselves up for anything, but I've already got some pages open up on Amazon. Let's (laughs) Let's go ahead and test this (laughs) (laughs) flashlight. Let's take a break, and when we come back, we'll wipe ourselves off and do some more show. Disgusting. What's going on, everybody? Ryan Menendez here. Now, I know that you're such a fan of this podcast, you already know it, but part of this advertising is me explaining shit to you that you already know. Buckle up! So much of this podcast is based on me being a total kook. Now, a bunch of people have reached out to me, and they have let me know that they want to be a kook too. Now, this isn't something that you just stumble on, it doesn't happen by accident, you gotta put in practice. 10,000 hours, am I right? beat on the deal you know you won't because you're lazy that's why you haven't moved out of your parents house we love you thank you for supporting those guys you hate and let's get back to the show those guys You called Kim Jong Il your boy. So nobody's allowed (laughs) to be friends with Kim Il Jong or whatever his name is? It's Kim Jong Il. I've heard heard it both ways. Now I'm
0: confusing myself.
1: But you called him my boy. What the hell is that? Well, you know what? I have a soft spot in my... Now, do I agree with everything that every one of my friends, what they do? Of course not. You hate. I'm rooting for you. (laughs) Vroom! <laughs> Kim <laughs> No, Giant. Don't say that! That's yeah. no, not what he's doing. He's doing all the bad things. I, I'm rooting for him to pull out of this tailspin. I'm hoping that he can learn from his mistakes. Is that so wrong? <laughs> now, now, do I condone his behavior? We're Absolutely to to, not. Weird place to place your flag. Those guys you hate, So I'm, I'm... Oh my lord. I'm looking here. I'm looking here in flashlights,
0: Tyler, and man, it just goes so much deeper than that. But no pun intended. Holy crap! I think this might be the first time we end the first half of the show and begin the second half of the show with the same conversation. And I'm so glad that this is that conversation.
1: Good golly! Look at the torque on that thing, bro. Look, you could get Riley Reed, Tyler. You could get Riley Reed. Um, Ellis. Unless it's the real person,
0: I'm not interested.
1: I don't think that she would come by for seventy nine ninety five, Tyler. All right, seventy eight ninety five. Now we're talking. I, wait, I think you're going in the wrong direction. All right, Tyler, I asked you to have this ready for this week. Let's see if you did it. Let's kick off the segment. Everybody knows. Fuck. This is the weekly book nook, which is a segment that we don't do weekly and is very rarely about a book. Tyler, we use this to kind of talk about entertainment vehicles. What you got going on this week?
0: Uh, Ryan, my weekly book nook that is not about a book and we haven't done it in a while. I got a basics, clear textured stroker here, Tyler. I don't even know what that is, but I'll take two. Avatar, the last airbender, Ryan. (laughs) What? I'm doing Avatar The Last oh, Airbender.
1: Oh, 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 Because oh. I was going to say, well, you could probably get an uh, Avatar fleshlight. I'm sure they have some
0: sort of... A... Anyway, continue with what you're talking about. Sokka or nothing. Um, I'm going gonna... to I actually use a Sokka to clean up. I hate you so much. I get it. I, I get hate it. you. Avatar The Last Airbender. It is a cartoon that was made by Nickelodeon, but do not let that fool you. It is one of the greatest things ever created on any medium. I don't care. Fight me.
1: It's my favorite thing that I've ever seen on TV. It's not like one of these series, like The Walking Dead is one that comes to my mind, where mm-hmm. all they're trying to do is just get you to tune in next week. We introduce new people, we kill new people. We do yep. this, we do that. It's a book. It has a start, it has an end. The, the 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 rise and fall of it is
0: a beautiful thing. Very much so, and it's and like Ryan said, it has a beginning and an end. You don't have to worry about going through 20 seasons with like 10 of them being dead. They are they are incredible episodes. I think you'll love almost every single one. Every character is beloved. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it talks a lot about spirituality in, in, a, in a way certainly that, does. that anybody can understand. So if you've never seen it, I recommend going and checking it out. It'll make you feel good. What about you, Ryan?
1: This week on Book Nook, what I am talking about is a movie that somebody put on for me. Have you ever heard of the movie that's on Apple TV called Breakthrough? No. It's a movie, uh, slight spoilers, about a boy who falls through the ice. This is all based on a, a true story. And I actually was talking to somebody about it in one of our other jobs, OK? who grew up in that town and knew the family and went, you, know, was familiar with the church that they went to and all these different things. So this boy falls through the ice. He's down there for 20 minutes. They pull him out, and it's his road to recovery. Wow. It's about family. It's about spirituality. 20 minutes. It is dead serious. Holy shit. Hollywood's never lied to me before, Tyler. And it is about family and, and connection and all these different things. So the reason that I'm reviewing it is because I watched it with somebody else. And they were sitting in front of me, so they couldn't see me. I literally wept through the whole movie, Tyler. I'm dead serious. I'm not talking about where your eyes sting and you get a little bit of a, of a drip. I'm talking about full weeping snot coming out of my nose. And the deal is, because I don't want everybody to know how much of a pussy I truly am. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I tried to do it as quiet as possible. Of course. And I I don't know how successful I was. I mean, I was successful at being quiet, but I was not successful at Keeping it a secret. Well, we, weeping silently sounds like a very difficult thing to do. Um, No, I've mastered it. Okay. <laughs> I mean, those Publix commercials are a son of a bitch, Tyler. And the movie was incredible. Uh-huh. And, it, and it deals with God and family and connection and all those things that I've already listed. But do not watch it around anybody else because it will fuck you up and make you look like a wussy or a word that rhymes with such. And that is my weekly book note. I don't want to watch stuff that makes me sad. Wet like a bitch, Tyler. Don't, don't like it. Wept like a bitch. Now that is a segment we've been doing for a long time. I think it is time to do another segment that we've been doing for a long time. Let's do douche of the week. (laughs) Mine's a little strange this week. I'm just going to say coming off the top turns, but Tyler, who you got this week for your douche of said week?
0: Ryan, please do not tell her that I said this, but I need to get it off of
1: my chest. Let's go, baby. Luckily, we're not recording this and sending it out into the universe.
0: Yeah, well, she can hear me at all times, so it's all good. All right. For my douche of the week on session 86, Ryan, Mother Nature. What? And she's got this coming to her, okay? It's hotter than it's ever been in certain areas. It's colder than it's ever been in certain areas. The hurricanes are getting worse, flooding everywhere. People are still trapped in their fucking basements in New York. Uh, Mother Nature, I know that we've been raping you for decades, if not centuries, but knock
1: that shit off. Well, that's the thing. We're in an abusive relationship, and now all of a sudden we're getting mad that our woman isn't treating us with the, the respect we think we deserve. This is what we get, man. Do what
0: I say. I realize I've been poisoning your literal bloodstream. Literal. For, for... Many, many years, yep. but just bite the bullet, take one for the team, and just accept your fate. Baby, you know I love you. I hate to hit you. I just have to. I hit you because I love That's you. That's
1: exactly right. <laughs> so Now, do the branding.
0: Yeah, you're absolutely right. I just, I actually feel kind of bad doing this. Yeah, you're even a though, piece of shit. Even, I'm not even in on this Even one. though it's satire. <laughs> Mother Nature, you are my douche of the week. He doesn't speak for me,
1: Mother I love you, baby.
0: Just leave New Orleans alone. Yeah. Leave what? Louisiana now, alone. With all that voodoo, they brought it
1: on themselves. You know what you did. All right, uh, just kidding. I, I love you, Louisiana. All right, for my douche of the week, Tyler. I'm going. I'm going a little bit off the board here, but I think you're going to be in with me. I'm doing fountains, Tyler. Okay. Fountains. Okay. So I'm walking around a public park. Okay. I'm doing my thing. I'm trying to be with my family. I'm trying to enjoy myself. And I will inevitably walk into a fountain. And now when I say inevitably, again, inevitably, that fountain, that fountain is going to be showcasing... Some naked kids, Tyler. Yeah. These fountains. Now, look, I don't care if you call them cherubs. I don't care if you call them angels. I'm looking at a kid's hiney, Tyler. Yeah, and And, wiener. And wiener. Sometimes they're peeing out the water. They're pissing out of it. Sometimes they're spitting out the water. No matter what it is, these Epstein-like fountains need to be abolished. Stop. Maybe that's why the powerful want all the kids, bro, because everywhere, every powerful person has a fountain. Do they not?
0: Do you think they're just encasing these children in marble and then hanging them up on their fountains?
1: Take all these tight little hindquarters out of my public parks. We don't need that shit anymore. Fountains, you are my douche of the week. I think we need a week of review on why there's so many little kids on fountains. Stop enticing me, fountains. Just knock it off. You know what I mean? Really? It's like when you mix all the transsexual porn in with the regular porn. Maybe I just don't want to know that about myself.
0: Yeah, but that's legal and morally okay.
1: (laughs) shouldn't be, though. (laughs) Just kidding. Love you guys. All right, Tyler. Or women. (laughs) Whatever you describe yourself as, I love you. Tyler. And you are not our douche of the week. Please. (laughs) Get me out of this by doing your motherfucking segment. I can't. Holy shit. Knock it off, fountains. I am looking at a butt. Why are you looking at a butt? And they show the inner workings of it. This is incredible. We can review my penis.
0: What's up with it? All right, Ryan, let's get off of your butthole talk and let's get right into the good, bad, and the interesting. Let's do it. We are going to jump right into our good, and this is a very cool story but I ask that you be gentle with the follow-up questions since I get the idea behind what I'm about to talk about, but I sure as hell do not understand the science. I am always gentle with my questions on this show. The FDA has approved the very first human trial for an HIV cure, Ryan. Now Tyler, what does that
1: process directly involve? Can you just explain it to me bit by bit? Have,
0: (laughs) Have you ever heard of the gene Editing machine CRISPR, Ryan. I I have yeah in the,
1: in the dark recesses of my mind that's triggering
0: something. This is a machine that is much like three D printing, going to revolutionize our future. The problem with HIV, the reason why it's so difficult to to do anything with, is because it twists itself around the DNA strand and just grapples onto it. HIV, you're my douche of the week, super douche of the week, but. With the HIV, it wraps itself around the DNA strand. Now with CRISPR, what you can do is think of a computer mouse where you can just go, you take somebody's DNA, you put it under the microscope, you go in, find the strand of the, not diseased part of the DNA, but the affected part of the DNA, snip snip on both sides, and it heals itself, completely negating that cell
1: so is there some sort of micro technology that is doing this work for you i
0: mean it's basically little dna scissors where you can go find the strand that's corrupted and clip it off Tyler can you explain the process to me piece by piece i don't understand what you don't get and somebody else has gone and furthered this invention by on the ends of these scissors putting little protons and microbes on them, so now you can go in and actually alter the DNA itself. Scary. And so, if this goes through and it is successful, we will have found a cure for HIV. That's incredible, man. That, that is definitely very good,
1: but hasn't the people being affected by HIV, and I wanna make sure that I say this correctly, they've really learned a way to manage it compared to how it used to be, where it was a death sentence. I don't think it is so much that anymore, am I right? Not
0: even remotely close. Now, if you get HIV, you just take some medication and you'll just be HIV positive. So why am I wearing these condoms, Tyler? I should be fine. I'm just kidding. I'm just just kidding. I'm not wearing condoms. And that's for real. Um, (laughs) Right? Uh, So maybe we could be seeing a cure to HIV. Maybe we could be seeing a cure to disease in humans Period. This could be the Fountain of Youth. Who knows? Ryan, let's get into our bad. And please, remind me to make an alert for when a bad story is really, really bad like this one. Okay, we're just giving you a heads up before we, we wander on in. Yeah, maybe something along the lines of like your kook alert, you know? You Bad, it? but no, I don't, I don't. Hey, what about this? Call me now for your free reading. Does that help? I don't think that really announces how bad something is going to be. You got to be, it's a real deep cut for the people who know the show. Now, this bad comes in from Venezuela and also, also happens to feature our hero of the week. Okay. If I pronounce this wrong, please forgive me world. Morelli Chacon went with her family. Nailed it. Thank you. Went with her family on a pleasure cruise her kids the who fuck as a pleasure cruise. I uh, just going on like a catamaran. You okay. go and you chill and you just out on the boat with sure. a group of people and it's fun. Boat day. Boat day. She took her kids who are 6 and 2 and they even brought the nanny along. The father was there. It was a family cruise. Uh-oh. It was a day of celebration and 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 joy. Then a large wave came
1: and split the hull in two. Ah, uh, and the hull is like what you're standing on. The especially. boat. It okay. Split okay. the boat it's, in two. It seems important. I'm not much of a boat captain, but that sounds important. They
0: were left to drift on a lifeboat for four days. Morelli, the nanny, and the two children. Unfortunately, the children, when found, were clinging to their dead mother, ah. who had died only a few hours prior to them being oh, found. That's terrible. What about the dad? The kids were rescued. The only reason why they survived is because the mother had been drinking her own urine and then breastfeeding the two children. Holy shit, bro. The nanny survived as well. Um, It was a truly incredible act of sacrifice to keep her children alive. The father and the other people on board have yet to be found.
1: That is terrible. And I will tell you. To bring it back to me, as I like to do when I'm uncomfortable uh-huh. and, and uh-huh. comfortable, uh-huh. Uh-huh. being lost at sea is one of my greatest fears in life. It, not not just because you're gonna deal with the sun and the salt water and all the elements, not knowing what's underneath you. It's just so terrifying. And those kids are probably deeply, deeply traumatized, Tyler.
0: And even the nanny, 25 years old. That's ah, a that's a young girl. You're still
1: you're still a traumatic. kid in a lot of
0: ways. Yeah. So, yeah. and trauma can affect anybody at any age. Not me. Being, yeah, I'm like, it's like, trauma's like a scab. If you're fully scabbed up, you can't be That's scabbed it, I, anymore. If I'm hung over every
1: morning, I'm never hung over.
0: <laughs> That's true. That's just my state of being, yep. baby. All right, now let's get into our interesting Ryan. Let's get it, girl. Ryan, our interesting, have you heard the wild story involving the disappearance of 22-year-old Gabby Petito and her 23-year-old fiance, Brian Laundrie. I very obviously
1: haven't because I made a joke about it earlier. Thank you for making me do that. Good point. I just wrote here, good.
0: Let's you and I solve a (laughs) disappearance. What do you say?
1: Uh, Let me go put on that Sherlock Holmes hat and
0: smoke a pipe. (laughs) Get my monocle. Back in July, these childhood sweethearts had an amazing and totally original idea. They decided to hop in their van, leave New Jersey and begin a cross country road trip, recording everything and posting it to YouTube, and it happened to go viral. Wow,
1: I mean, nobody's ever done that. People leaving New Jersey, like uh, nothing surprises
0: me less. (laughs) Alas, all was not as it seemed behind the camera. You know, like every other person who posts anything ever. Wait a minute, what
1: next thing you're gonna tell me is that reality TV isn't true, and I just can't handle that right now. It's It's got got the the word real right in
0: there. (laughs) It's the realest (laughs) thing I know. Anyway, their last stop before Gabby went missing was Grand Teton or Teton National Park in Wyoming. No, it is Teton. Is it Teton? It is te- We've we've seen the Great Tetons. But this in another country. This was in Wyoming. They love the Spanish in Wyoming, Tyler. Two days after arriving there, he arrived. The husband arrived back at their primary home in Florida without her. Oh, a tad suspicious. However, maybe she just likes camping alone, Tyler. However, I I just wrote here, they are both by the very definition, nomads. I would have gone with gypsies, but they're both still missing and gypsies is negative. We can't
1: say that Tyler, (laughs) we can't say that.
0: If you come back to the same place, your house, seven days a week, and then one day you just stop showing up, that's an immediate red flag. With nomadic people, it is possible that she just took off on her own thing, although I doubt it. That's why I only
1: date homeless people, man. Just to drop them off at home after your date is like the easiest thing in the world. I'm not
0: doing that with you. I'm trying to lighten this up, Tyler. Entertainment podcast. So, although, since I am an entertainer slash comedian and I am not held to any standard, I'm going to go ahead and guess that motherfucker did something. Now, what are the
1: circumstances of this?
0: What is his response to what happened to his beloved? I am so glad you asked that, Ryan. I'm Be- truly interested in because this. Because this is all still unfolding. This is an unfolding story, much like, um, much like Unsolved Mysteries, you're gonna walk away here wanting more. So wanting wh- an answer.
1: When did this happen? When when did she go missing? It's recently? She arrived back to his house without her on September 1st. Okay, and his response to where my
0: girlfriend is, is blank. He has been named a person of interest. and it don't and, say. In just the last couple of days, So much has happened, much like the body camera footage that just came out, where two police officers approached a suspicious car on the side of the road. It was them having a fight. Ah. They were in a manic episode and she was hitting him. Ah. She, She slapped him. She was the abuser in that situation.
1: Aye, aye, aye. And that's really tough because I know for me personally, when I get hit in my head or in my face, chemicals run through my body that make me for lack of a better term see red and i can understand you being in some sort of a domestic disturbance and things get out of control and all of a sudden you've done something that you didn't plan on or whatever not that that's any sort of right whatsoever but you can understand somebody being in that situation mm-hmm. once you get to a point in your relationship where you're putting your hands on each other I, I, that thing's over with man i know that's an editorial but holy shit
0: well the th- What I thought when I read that or when I saw the video was once you cross that line, there is never any going back. There's no respect for one another at that point. Well, and it will only continue to get worse more than likely. It's only going to build from there. Once you give somebody permission to hit you by not speaking on it or going back to them. Or by taking permission to hit them. Absolutely, it,
1: it can only get worse from there. Well, so, I, I will tell you this. Well, actually, no, I'm wrong. I was gonna tell you about a circumstance where that happened to me, but it was total bullshit. It, it actually did get much worse. It's always a terrible yep.
0: situation. And even if the physical violence never uh, gradually escalates, thank you, the emotional uh, turmoil is only gonna get worse. And if you don't have enough respect for somebody to keep
1: your hands to yourself, you're probably not with the right person and you probably need to do a little bit of work
0: on yourself. Well, I was gonna say, and you don't have any respect for yourself either. You're right, you're right. We use our words, people. (laughs) Anyway, the final piece to this puzzle, Brian Laundrie has gone missing. What? The FBI and local authorities have begun the search of a 24,000-acre or 97-square-kilometer county park called the Carlton Reserve. His family has stated that that is the last place he's gone, so it is suspected that he has lost himself in there to hide from police. So as
1: he was a So as he was a suspect in this murder, nobody was keeping an eye on him. Nobody's like, "Hey, uh, you know, somebody's got to do the laundry." Well, it was nice. Well,
0: it was he no criminal charges had yet been filed it was still all up in the air. It wasn't even like, oh, this guy definitely killed himself. This is a missing persons report. Well, you said kill himself, you meant kill her. Kill her, excuse me. Right. Thank you. But
1: nonetheless, if this thing happens, in a, it's so easy to armchair quarterback No, this no, deal, no, please. You know what I mean? Obviously the FBI is very busy, you know, hiding up child molesters. But the fact of the matter is, hey, this guy may have had something to do with it. Hey, Steve. Go keep an eye on this guy a little bit.
0: Absolutely. And while this was all going on, he was staying at his Florida home. So they knew where he was, and they had spoken to the family. They had talked to him. He was very tight-lipped, and he's even now... Much like a fleshlight. He's... Entertainment podcast,
1: Tyler. I don't know what you want, Is this
0: entertainment? I hope so. And... So it's totally my fault there, there is something to be said I you said, said Tyler there, there, there is something to be said about you throwing me off my line in, in the middle of a very important and serious conversation well
1: <laughs> I it's kind of just a microcosm for our relationship Tyler but what I will tell you is this this week I am going to look this up because I'm very interested in this. And, yeah, I wish I and, could give you the information, if I, only. I will do some reporting on this because I love this shit. True crime, baby. Can't is, wait to is interrupt this true that crime? Shit. Yes, is it is. Is this true crime?
0: Yes, it is. You don't know true crime. Baby. All right. All right. Well, I love it, Tyler. That's really good. Yeah. So, wasn't finished. So, um, he is now even still speaking through his attorney. His attorney has said, I have advised my client not to speak. And they have, he has said that he has gone missing while... The wife's family is saying he's not missing. He's he's hiding. hiding. Is
1: the attorney out in the woods with him with like branches and sticks in his hair and like black stuff under his eyes? No, no, I
0: don't think so. Pussy. So uh, What am I paying you
1: a retainer for? So
0: this will probably be, uh, this is something that we are going to report on in the future when we start to get more answers. It's wildly, wildly interesting. And all joking aside, we hope that... um... God damn it. I don't want to not say her name. Sure, sure, sure. And we genuinely hope that uh, Gabby Petito uh, makes it back safe and sound. And Brian, if you're innocent, we hope you make it back safe.
1: I don't care that much about that. Just kidding. Um, We we truly do, and and we get lost sometimes in poking fun at things. But we really hope that she's avenged, that there's justice for her. Or that she comes back alive. We don't know that she's dead. Well... I know the circumstances aren't great it's gonna be a lot less interesting if she's alive so I'm kind of on the fence on that one uh but the deal is I'm, I'm re- sorry
0: what's that FBI we're canceled okay yeah no I understand
1: <laughs> Steve come on in um uh, so the idea is we really do hope that she's okay and hopefully that this whole thing has worked out we're I'm gonna I'm gonna check it out as time goes on because I'm interested
0: and that Ryan is GBI
1: wow that that wrapped up perfectly perfect didn't it? how about that all right, Tyler, great freaking friggin', friggin deal this week, man. Thank I'm, you. I'm thank proud you, of thank you. I know that things haven't been easy, and um, we're still in here grinding away, doing our thing. And I would like to, before we get into how you guys can get in touch with us, before we do anything, I want to address something that I've been talking about these last couple of weeks. I, like a true addict, have been diving head first. I've been going balls deep in our numbers. And our numbers have taken a dramatic Upturn, And it's all around the world. I'm going to have plenty of that coming up on the show that is about the show that is about the show. Mm-hmm. But what I would like to say is in this week where you and I have both suffered a lot, just like everybody else out there is suffering right now, such is life. But as these numbers go higher and higher, I realize, and perhaps you can tell me if you feel the same way, that I would suffer one million times over if it will help people. Maybe people are connecting to our vulnerabilities. I know that I am growing so much from just, uh, you know, flashing my soul to these people and mm-hmm. being as vulnerable as I possibly can. Absolutely. I love you guys, man. And and it's been so exciting watching this thing grow around the world and I appreciate you. And if you're out there, if you're somewhere in the world, Tyler, please tell them how they can get in touch with us, how they can communicate with us, how they can tell us that they love us.
0: Well, if you have access to the internet, I'd like to think you do, you go to thoseguysyouhate.com, type that into your web browser, Click all the buttons on the page. We've made it very simple for you. Like, 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 subscribe, and uh, join this cult because we need you. We need your support. We need your subscriptions. We need your souls. Now, what if they don't have internet connection? What do you what, what do you suggest for the men? Uh, then you travel to us on foot, and you physically <laughs> join the army. Come on over. We got a spot for you. Mm-hmm. All right, Tyler, great job. Oh, and also, let me just say, on our webpage, bottom right hand of the screen, there is a little voicemail button where you can send us stuff. You can say things and and compliment us because we know that's what you want to do. Fantastic job, Tyler. What is the moral of the story? I think the moral of the story here is, Ryan, so true what they say that when something bad happens to somebody under suspicious circumstances, that it is always our loved ones that are doing it to us. It is always a family member. It is always somebody that we're close to. It's not always. It's it's uh, predominantly. Thank you. I shouldn't be saying always. Yes. Stranger killings are very infrequent. Very infrequent. Yeah. And, and what I mean to and what I mean to say um, of this is that emotions are really hard, guys. They're really intense. And so am I. And they're really hard talking about murder here, Ryan. Oh. And. And uh, we need to process those emotions because I believe that a lot of the stuff that we're seeing in suicides and homicides and just aggression around the world is due to us repressing these emotions. Look at me. I am suffering so much right now, and it's due to those repressed emotions. And
1: I'm scared he's going to kill me. So, yeah, oh, definite murder, suicide. There was a night that I literally was afraid Tyler was going to kill me. We'll have
0: to do a skit on that one day. That's a
1: story for another time. We'll have to do a skit. But that is so true. Yeah. But, but, but what you're saying, what do you say to the person out there who says enough of this woke-ass mumbo-jumbo, everything's about my childhood and my parents. I
0: happen to agree with you, by the way. Mm-hmm. What do you say to that person? I would say that you should ask yourself why you find, uh, why do you feel the need to push back on the idea of that so strongly. And I think maybe if you're willing to hear it out, I think it is because that's where the answers are. You, you're you unconsciously scared of what you will discover if you come down this road. And it is fucking scary. It is fucking scary. Okay. Okay. You, you know what, okay. you're, you're absolutely right. I'm just trying to play the other okay.
1: side. No, I don't no, you're lose. right.
0: Because I, I think okay. I actually deserve a- Our constituency. Okay. Yeah, yeah.
1: No, Tyler, what you're saying is totally true. And all of your problems in your relationships are just a mirror of the problems that you have going on in yourself. Now, you may not believe that, but I, from all of the studies that I've done, and it has been extensive, I am smart as shit. That is the case. It's our relationships with ourselves.
0: It's very, very much so. And very, dad, very and dad so. leaving. Um, yeah, that probably didn't help things. Hey, Dad. Uh, Ryan, what's the moral of the story? Get me the fuck out of this. Hey, Bert. Um, my moral of the story is, I
1: was thinking about that fountain situation and all those sweet, taut (laughs) little cherubs. No! No! They're cherubs! They're cherubs! They're timeless! They're not even kids, Tyler. We talk many times about separating the art from the artist. Right now... R. Kelly came out with some great songs, but he seems to be a bit of a dirtbag. A monster. Yeah, seemingly so. Now, with Michael Jackson, he seems to have had his own little problems, much like his childhood seemed to be pretty rough. By little problems, do you mean pedophilia? Yeah, those are little tiny problems tied to the fun size. But what I'm
0: saying is, his music. Take, just take me to jail already. <laughs> just take, just take me to jail for being an accessory. <laughs> this has been a weird episode. Joe, what hasn't a it? weird episode! I thought I was going to be the strange one in this
1: one. I'm walking a line that has totally just fallen, just disintegrated under my feet. I don't time. know what's
0: happening anymore.
1: So we, but we can still agree that Michael Jackson's music is as timeless as any out there, right? Absol- separating the art from the artist. But what I'm thinking is, can we just take away Pyt? You know his song, "Pretty Young Thing." Maybe we should just pull that one off the board.
0: Like, I, I, bad is good. See, but then when, where do you draw the line? Because criminal. Do you, do you pull the, epi- the racist episodes off of old Disney shows? Or do you put a cautionary t- tale before them and let them know, hey, we don't want to r- repress this. I, I would really have to think about that, but I do know pretty young
1: thing just leaves a really bad taste in my mouth. Weird phrasing. What are you talking about? We are those guys you hate. Be kind or we'll kill you. I don't know why, but every single fudging year, I have this uh, compulsion to be the first to do something. And it's always the same thing. I don't know why it is. I want to be the the bearer of good news. You you said it the first of every year? Well, every year, I like to be the first person to point out here in South Florida, where it is a billion effing degrees right?
0: <laughs> literally impossible, but It's go literally on. <laughs> surface
1: of the sun hot everywhere you go. God forbid you touch asphalt with your bare foot.
0: Yeah, that is pretty bad.
1: It's getting cooler, Tyler. It's slowly getting cooler. Is it? It, it certainly is because I sit outside every morning and in the morning before the, you know, the desert sun has made its way overhead, I'm feeling little tinges of coolness. Are and you sure you're not just going insane? I have been drinking earlier and earlier, Tyler, so that could factor in. But I'm telling you, it's getting cooler. And I don't know why I always need to be the first to bring this up. Because I say to everybody, it's getting cooler. Well, it's something and every- that
0: we're very excited about. Well, and everybody says to me, go fuck yourself. Yeah. But I'm telling yeah. you, it is. Yeah. I'm telling you that it is. Well, especially now that we're international, I think people that live in very hot climates are going to look at you like, you son of a bitch.
1: Well, I mean... We are it's as hot here as it is anywhere, isn't it? Or am I crazy to think that?
0: Well, unless you go to certain parts of Australia where it gets to be 120 degrees Fahrenheit. But that's on you. (laughs) That's on you. No, because this is the deal.
1: When people are like, oh, I dealt with nine feet of snow yesterday. And but it's like, bro, do you not know that Miami exists? (laughs) Have you heard of La Playa?
0: Oh yeah, go ahead and invite everybody else here, as if we're not cramped enough. Everybody
1: else is already here anyway. So what the fuck? You guys might as well get on down here. We're having a party, Tyler. What's going on with you, bro? You know what's going on with me. I know, I know. I just, I don't know. What? How are we? Conf- Mental
0: health crisis, Ryan.
1: Yay, Crises. Something different. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I
0: like to spice our relationship. Up I appreciate every that. While. You know, every yeah. every
1: now and then, you wake up in the morning and you look over and it's that same old person wearing the same old robe, doing the same old thing. You like to keep it muy caliente, and I do appreciate absolutely. that. Absolutely,
0: absolutely. It's basically like that YouTube couple that their entire relationship was based around pranking each other. They how poop could, in
1: front of each other. How could Is that, that not go poorly? Is this a prank? Because I'm ready to be let out the other side, Tyler.
0: Ryan, I'm actually
1: straight. Oh, well, that's just the world's worst April Fool joke that just stretched over eons. Tyler, let me ask you something. What is your take on secret pictures? Do you know what I'm talking about by secret pictures? Where people want to, let's say there's a celebrity out to eat dinner, and you want to take a picture without them knowing. You know what I'm talking about? Where you pretend like you're talking on the phone. Uh, you're doing yes. different things
0: to take secret pictures. Yes. I mean, there's one aspect of it where I think, man, that's kind of creepy. But then there's another aspect of it saying like, man, I really want a photo of this person because I love their work and I don't want to disturb them. So I could see both sides of the argument. This isn't pick a side, is it?
1: Uh, but- not Not yet. But I'm thinking about going to that. Okay. Now, not only do you not want the person that you're taking a picture of. To know that you're taking a of picture. Of course. You also got to factor in everybody behind you that is watching you creepily open up your camera app and try, do your best. I don't like secret pictures. I don't like that whole vibe.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There is a creep factor to it. With that being said. Oh, boy. I took a secret picture this week. Oh, I got out.
1: lured into this. I took a secret picture. I was agreeing with you. For the first time ever, I took a secret picture of someone.
0: Was it J-Mac? At the gym,
1: ah, nah, it, nah J, please. I can nah. pull a J Max picture up on the internet for you, lickety split. Could
0: you get a picture of his face?
1: Face might <laughs> be a little bit harder. I may need to do a little harder, bit deeper nice. of a. Well, you didn't say anything about lickety split either, Tyler. <laughs> That's a good point. I took a secret picture of whom? Of the woman at my gym. That looks like my son's best friend, Tyler. I did it. I captured an image of her. Yeah. Yeah. So I got to see this. Okay. Of course. Why do you think I bring it up? Yeah. Because I'm trying to get myself out of the investigations that have been brought upon me because of being too
0: honest. This is obviously going to help your case. The government trying to hold me down. Yeah. Yeah. No, obviously you want to get away from the idea of you being a creep by acting like a creep. Is that what you're selling me right now? The only thing that's going to save
1: me from looking like a creep is secret pictures of women in the gym, Absolutely, yes. That's the only thing
0: that can bring me back. You are one step away from sniffing the seat that they were just sitting on. Why, did you get a
1: picture of that? (laughs) You can't prove that. But here's what I am going to tell you, okay? And for people out there who don't know what the fuck we're talking about, thank you. And second of all, I did this bit that has just really come back to haunt my life.
0: Yeah. Okay. As I, it should.
1: I did this bit. I did a segment, two, three. I mean, it's just been following me around like a bad smell, leaving the bathroom. I mean, you did it like two sessions Shut ago. Shut up, Tyler. <laughs> I'm still feeling shame. Uh, I did this bit about <laughs> Can I say this? And I said things that were right on the line of not being allowed to say it. One of these things were, there's these two women at my gym that remind me of my son's best friend. I
0: find them both romantically attractive. Yes. Why romantically? Just say I find them both attractive. (laughs) Even physically attractive. Sure. Romantically attractive. I would like to be together with both
1: of them in a Mormon type fashion. Okay. Now, there's something that complicates this even further. And that's a funny bit. That's a funny bit. It is a funny bit. I like it. It's also true. Uh, Now, here's the problem. I asked my son for a picture of his friend.
0: Okay, this is getting weird. Well, I mean,
1: how else would I be able to do it? Luckily, I didn't have a picture of
0: him on my own. That's fair. I mean, that's better, right? That's fair. That's fair. How did your son take this?
1: I I told you. I, I let him listen to it, and I felt like it changed the dynamic of our relationship. Yes, but then
0: you subsequently proceeded to ask him for a photo of said friend. How did he absorb that information, that if, request?
1: If I'm being totally honest- Please okay, be. And let's put a capitalization on you remembering to laugh out loud this week. Yeah, me? yeah. I'm just thinking about it. Uh, if I'm being totally honest, I was doing a bit last week when I said, oh, it changed the dynamics of our relationship. My son, thank God, is so- so gets me, and knows my sense of humor, and he is a big contributor to a lot of the ideas that work on this show. He thought it was hilarious. He he thought it was really funny. Now, here is the problem, okay? I asked him for a picture, and the picture that he sent me to send to you is problematic. All right, so, I am going to send you this picture that he sent to me. I'll let you describe it to the audience, because this is the only picture that he would give me. I asked for another one. Never responded. (laughs) So just go ahead, and and I know that this isn't helping my case, and luckily we're not showing this on the show. Uh, Nor
0: nor, nor would uh, we be allowed to, nor would we ever. We shouldn't, Yes, and
1: we won't, but just let me and the audience know when you're looking at
0: what I'm looking at. Oh, he's got the look down. <laughs> he's nailing it. He's nailing it. It's it's like, like a movie star pose. He's got his, his fingers on his chin. He's looking thoughtfully, and he's biting his bottom lip. I should not have this photo on my phone either. Erase that. I, Erase am, that. I am now on a list FBI. somewhere.
1: It's a bit, bro. Uh, yeah. It's a bit. Yeah. Why are you guys so uptight, yeah. man? Yeah, 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 yeah Okay. Yeah.
0: Thank you for subjecting you Sure.
1: Either. Thank you for your service. Now. The reason I didn't want to use that photo, not only because of how problematic it is, uh, because I didn't think it really showed his face, which didn't do this follow-up bit any services. Okay. Um, That's what we got. So we're just going to have to deal with it. Okay, that's fine. I am now going to send you the picture of the woman that I surreptitiously took a picture of, and you tell me what you think.
0: And this is another list I'm willingly putting myself on by accepting this photo. Uh, In my text message stream. It's for the show, you a hole. I don't want to go to prison for the show. I will. I'll do it. You would not last a day in prison. You'd be used like a a leather glove. Come and get me, Uncle Sam. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, emphasis on the come. Oh. Oh, too
1: much. I know that's not a lot to work with, but keep in mind, secret pictures, Tyler. Secret pictures, I did the best that I could. Okay, she is in... Excellent shape. Oh, for sure. It would
0: probably whoop your ass. I think you're
1: pushing it a little bit. I love the ego. I love the ego. uh, Listen, it's not just ego. It's physiology, Tyler. I'm a man, and she's a woman. She's in great shape. I beat the shit out of her. I'm (laughs) upset you made me say it on air, Tyler. But I would fucking pummel this woman that I'm romantically attracted to.
0: We could review. Hello.
1: (laughs) We could review next week. We we duke it out. We
0: could review. How do you do? Uh, and Ryan's plugging back in his phone we we are we are uh, prisoners of our technology just prisoners lassoed and tethered to these wires that
1: the fu- the house isn't charging my phone for whatever Actually, reason.
0: I've been getting that recently, too.
1: My phone and my AirPods are just breaking down. Steve Trabajo, what you've done to me, man, is inexcusable, and we will we will talk. But nonetheless, let's get back to the terrible bit, Tyler. The two pictures you were holding side to side. Do you see the connection there that I'm a- making? A little bit, okay. yes,
0: yes. I mean, I think she, with braces, she would be nailing that look. And, and biting her bottom lip, which I asked her to do, and she
1: asked me to get the hell out of the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. That's where we're at right now. Sir, this is a Wendy's. You ready to get this thing up and running?
0: Uh, I am. I am. And to the FBI agent listening to this, first of all, hey, Steve, how you doing? Second of all, he sent it to me. I didn't want it. He sent it to me.